Good morning, it's Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. Welcome to our morning stretches. Today is Monday and it's uh, Queensland heat humidity day today. So gross. So 26th of February means that we're almost at the end of February, which is an interesting month from an energy point of view. And a lot of different things are happening, lots of different ahas, a lot of big people being able to get, oh sorry, big people, people being able to get their words out and having the outcome show up and, and then go from A to B with it. So it's, um, it's definitely been an interesting month. So let me know when you're here. Hello, Anne. And uh, we can start talking today about self-sabotage. Hello, Laurie. I'm going to give you a brief sort of understanding of what self-sabotage looks like. Uh, it doesn't always have to be, you know, that shooting yourself in the foot in, well, it, it is, it's shooting yourself in foot in a myriad of ways. And that's uh, what I want to sort of talk to you about today to help you understand where you can go to your awareness so that you can understand and start joining the dots as to what sabotage looks like. So as always, my internet is not playing nicely this morning on my computer, so I can't share. So if anybody feels like sharing, please do, and we will carry on. Okay, so those of you who are here, have you ever sabotaged something in your existence? Have you wanted something so badly in one hand and then in the next hand, it's uh, something's happened where you've fallen ill and not been able to go and participate or you've lashed out at somebody and then they've gone, oh, that's it. Um, what other ways of sabotaging? Hello, Sarah. What other ways are there of, of sabotaging your life? I suppose the, the key element that I want to talk to you about from, um, from my perspective with emotional strength training work is understanding how illness factors into self-sabotage. Now at the foundation, self-sabotage essentially means that the fear has won. And when you are sitting there going through your life and you want this and you want that and then it doesn't pan out and then you join the dots and you realize you've uh, self-sabotaged it. And the key way to understand why is to understand your major fear. And often that fear is getting what you want because it will mean that you can do anything really. You're a master manifester. You can uh, achieve your goals. And then in another branch of that is if you can achieve what you want and then you're surrounded by people who can't or don't, uh, and then they go, it's all right for you and you've got to deal with a whole extra, um, a whole extra raft of, of people around who you are and what you want to achieve. So that means that, absolutely Laurie, that the, hello Michelle, that the fear has won temporarily because what happens is self-sabotage is a gift without a doubt, it gives you that ability to sit there and go, ah, oh, why is this, why did I choose this? Why is this 
happening to me? What can I do to change it? And then establish your fear and then go from there. Now it can be convoluted. Fears have uh, different layers or different aspects. If you think of a pie chart, <laughs> it, when self-sabotage is involved, when you think of a pie chart, it can be broken into segments to say, well, this is the majority of the fear and then this is the other fear. At the end of it, as I've spoken to you about a number of times, fear is having something be the death of you. You are frightened that something will be the death of you and that the death of you uh, is the, the, the quintessential, let's heal that and then you'll be okay because, you know, we're all going to die. <laughs> so let's see. Okay, my uh, computer is now working, so I'll quickly share this into the group. Does anyone watching have anything that they would like to share around a major sabotage or if you have like gone for a job interview or gotten a new job um, and then all of a sudden you've been you've woken up and you're crook as a dog and you can't go or you've got yourself a massive fever or um, you know something like that something illness related let me know and we might pull out the book and I'll talk to you about what that looks like from an emotional point of view. I remember when um, I, my sabotage started very early in my life. I remember I was um, put into a choir in primary school and our choir had won the right to go to a really big competition and the, um, the team was going to be first or something like that and it was in a big auditorium and then the morning that I was supposed to go along to this thing I got really bad tonsillitis and I lost my voice and I couldn't participate and it was one of those really I was gutted like I still got to go along and I I was able to stand there in the back and watch it all pan out but I wasn't able to sing because I'd lost my voice so it was one of those um you know, the pattern started early for me when it came to self-sabotage. Other ways that you can, um, a sabotage can occur, and this is where, you know where I talk about my anatomy of awareness? So we've got three levels of awareness. The first level is that something is wrong. The second level is that you do all the reading about it, you have... Um, uh, go to psychologists, psychiatrists, self-help books, uh, different things like going to even sometimes psychic readers, card readings, those sorts of things. Um, what else? Bioresonance therapy, acupuncture, all of those different things where you start to realize there are blockages and you don't know where they're coming from. So you go and get all informed about it and then you sit there and you do your mindset work, you handwrite things out, you know, you do all of your intention setting, those sorts of things. And then you come to do something that you set your heart on doing and then whatever procrastination is a really, really good example of self-sabotage. And often, and this is why I love my work, with uh, with energy therapy and getting the cellular memory gone because it's the stuff that's stuck in your cells that creates and gets the neural pathways to fire up that either you just forget and that's a serious thing. It's just like it's not on your radar. 
It's the last thing you think about. You might end the day thinking, I'm going to go for a run tomorrow or I'm going to go for a walk tomorrow. And then you get up and you'll see all of this other stuff and it just won't enter your head that you said, oh, I'm supposed to go for a walk tomorrow. Um, so that's like a base type self-sabotage that the fear is so big that it creates this haze, if you like, that you cannot, um, you cannot act because it's just, it disappeared or you'll lose your keys or you'll, um, so you can't get in the car to go and, and get to the a sale or something like that because you'll buy the best fabric or whatever. It's this constant um, energy of letting yourself down or the procrastination and then the procrastination creates this, whoa, what am I doing? Why is this happening? All of that sort of stuff. And it's essentially all it's doing is taking you off topic. Okay, so let me just quickly share this. Come talk about sabotage. I see there was one share there, so whoever shared that, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Oh, the... So Laurie has given us an example there. Hello, Sharon. All right, let's have a look and see what Laurie has said. When I was 12, we were in a car accident. We only spun on the ice and hit a fence. We were all okay. But overnight, I woke up sick with mono pneumonia and a urinary tract infection I've always wondered if those two things were connected <laughs> when you were 12 um yes because this is was were were your parents in the car Laurie were you um were you all in the car so your dad was driving or your mum was driving and your dad was there too because <laughs> I'm giggling because children are empaths and they find, uh, will feel what the grown-ups are doing. And often, you're very right, the child will be the one to have the impact. Um, my mum was driving and my brother, dad wasn't with us. Okay, so, right, let's have a look at what pneumonia means. <laughs> the um, urinary tract infection that's, um, hang on, this will be very interesting. Hang on a minute. Okay, pneumonia. P for pneumonia. Blocking the flow of life, inner turmoil, emotional hurt and anger, exhaustion, feeling overwhelmed and crushed by life's problems, a sense of giving up, a what's the point, it's too hard attitude, desperation, drowning in your unexpressed tears and sadness, wanting to be saved. Was your dad just wasn't with you or was he not in the family anymore? Urinary tract infection. Seeking someone to blame for your problems or shortcomings, feeling pissed off, irritated, angry, bitter, carrying a tremendous amount of guilt and fear, a deep-seated belief that there is something wrong with you, allowing people to manipulate and control you, not knowing how to stand up for yourself and say no, sexual pleasure and shame. So um, <laughs> the energy there, he just wasn't with us. Okay, often, see, back in the day, uh, dad was supposed to be the one to do things and maybe he was working long hours or something like that. That's something to blame. 
um, is the if if dad was here driving that wouldn't have happened um, then that kicks into the fear of uh, which is part of the pneumonia part where you it's such a fright and you get such a um, you know the shock factor what if I'd have killed us what if I'd have killed the kids what if I'd have damaged the car and it would have cost thousands of dollars to fix those sorts of things and because in the moment you would have been open because of the <gasps> part as well and also the energy connection with your mum I'm in no doubt that that um, huge energy hit and shock um, would have caused that to show up and uh, or even open other wounds and things like that that had, were already existing within you so definitely, um, Laurie, if, if that's um, on mononucleus, I don't know what that is. Is that, do you think that would be in the book? Mononucleus. Let's have a look. I think it does. I, I will look in the back to see if it's in here. Nope. Okay. <clears throat> so if those sort of things do keep showing up for you, then, um, all right, it's a virus. So if those sort of things keep showing up, then you go back to that memory and cut energy ties with it and get all of the uh, the stuff to go with it. Oh, glandular fever. That's what I knew. Okay, thank you, Kim. Thank you. Kim O'Gorman, everyone, my beautiful Webby and friend, has just saved the day because I thought didn't um, somebody said it in the group the other day, glandular fever, glandular fever. I can't be bothered, attitude, indecision, confusion, chaos, worn out, disheartened, difficulty communicating, unable to say what you want, allowing other people to push you around and drain your energy, lack of boundaries. So, um, Laurie, I would completely have a look at what was going on for your mum at that time and see if you can join the dots back to you and how you were treated in the home as well, 12 years old, coming into puberty, those sorts of things, uh, and then cut the energy ties with the incident to see if it... Um, if it comes up for some reason i remember from happy days when potsy had mono so you know a strong medical source <laughs> oh, happy days correct mundo <laughs> all right let's get back on topic so the point being that when you sabotage yourself you are sitting there where the fear has won and you want to establish what the fear is so that you can take action into removing it. Now, as I said, with the cellular level memory, that's where those things that are like deep in, in and ingrained, uh, they're called soul issues. My chiropractor that is the, the person that helped me get into this um, whole belief system and way of life back when I was 14, the amount of times he said to me over his years of treating me is like, Amanda, that's a soul issue. And the energy that, that he sort of said, it's like you're just going to have to surrender to it and live with it because it's it's a soul issue. It's stuck with you. Hi, Carla. That's, um, that's where the development of my work, I've been able to release people from these soul issues. I've been able to get to the memory and then what I uh, mentioned about the 
um, the cutting the neural pathways that I've been saying, like uh, the amount of times I'd said over the years, this is cutting the synapses in your brain. And I didn't really know what I was saying until I found a, um, a medical report that described how neural pathways work and how synapses are broken with medication. And I thought, oh, I do that energetically so that people don't have to medicate. Now, that's not talking at all about not medicating for mental illness and, and when the brain chemistry is out of whack and, you know, depression, anxiety, those sorts of things. This is from that point of view of sabotage. You don't, you're never going to go to the doctor and say, I keep sabotaging my life. Can you medicate me so my brain stops sabotaging? That's not going to happen because they're behavioral issues. And then to do all of that level two work, to write out what you're frightened of. So what you do is your mind map, you put the sabotage situation in the middle. What am I frightened of? And then you put your little arms out everywhere and you list out what you're frightened of. And then you number one through to however many fears you've got you number which is the most of the ones that's the biggest. And often if you look at them long enough, you'll see that they're pretty much the same fears anyway. So that's where you start the healing work to go in and ask for the memories and why is this here? And if you can't do it, then that's when you come and join eSchool and let me do it for you in the group or book in and one-on-one. -on -one. If it's if it's something that's massive that and you have a lot of trauma in your life, Again, trauma means different things to different people, so no comparison. Then, you know, coaching and things like that where we talk about it, bring it to the surface, sweep it away with my energy work is a good way of doing it as well. But what you, you have a really good chance of overcoming the sabotage, and especially if it's something important to you and you are manifesting illness, then that's where... Your fear is making you pay a price. So that's a sabotage as well. So do you see how um, incestuous, really, sabotage can be? I want this. So there is a level of whatever guilt and shame or uh, fear that says, Rightio, you can't have that. We're going to give you an illness to take you out of the game. And then the illness makes you feel twice as bad again. However, the illness... Are you listening? Write this down. The illness gives you a valid excuse to not do what you're supposed to do rather than say, you know what, I'm too frightened. I, I can't do that because I'm too frightened. Illness generates an element of sympathy. It generates an element of empathy or compassion so that you can sit there and not feel responsible for letting everybody down, letting yourself down, missing that opportunity because you got sick. And then down the track, years later, when you look at that thing and you're like, oh, I really crueled a great opportunity for me there because, and then this is why it's so convoluted and detailed. It's very important, just like we said with Laurie earlier with the car accident, it's very important to look at the genetic memory of things in your life to do with your family tree to understand if there is anything outside as well. Like if you follow Elizabeth Peru, she is often talking about that we as a humanity 
go through phases and waves together as a whole. So there's that's the other part that we do in, in eSchool is it's always joining the dots from a bigger uh, perspective and it's um, getting all of your information so that you can make a qualified decision and use your free will because that's kind of what gets blocked in your sabotage. Even though there is an element of free will with sabotage, when you're looking at deep soul issues, attracting a mate, attracting a partner, always attracting somebody that you can't have full time, these are those soul issue type sabotages that we do to ourselves which are founded in a fear so that we do these things so we have an excuse so that the personal responsibility associated with the fear doesn't get to come out and it's like I'm wearing a t-shirt yes hello I can't be a world leader because what if somebody attacked me for saying something and then proved me wrong that would be on my shirt <laughs> Okay, Sarah says here, I had recurring urinary tract infections as a child and was hospitalized with high blood sugar over my birthday. I can remember what was going on at that time. I can't, you can or you can't. I had low blood platelets when I was pregnant with my son, which wasn't explained and just went away on its own. Since I've started working on myself, I've had bouts of exhaustion and unexplained anger. Oh, Sarah, the, uh, the bouts of exhaustion and unexplained anger is your coming into your personal power. Um, there's a lot of us who are, our, we're lifting our vibration and stepping into our truth and the, the truth of situations is coming out and that's what makes us exhausted because of how much we realize we've allowed in our life as much as then the unexplained anger is just the you know the fury the the yeah just you know primal anger around being ignored manipulated those sorts of things then you've got the global movement of women standing up and all of these things that just can't be ignored anymore and so you've also got that as well so I would recommend SoundCloud uh, protecting my energy um, in do the Google search Amanda Foy SoundCloud protecting my energy do the bubbling exercise there each day when you uh, start your day and that will uh, help you from having to deal with um, other people's anger coming through. Finding the vibration, that's all it does. It just finds the vibration. And if it lines up with your soul, if it lines up with your, uh, your energy, it just makes it bigger. Okay, so have a go at that. All right, so does that make sense? From the point of view of uh, understanding your sabotage behavior, it is founded in fear work out what the fear is and then you're on the road to start to heal it be prepared depending how big your sabotage behavior is and how limiting it is in your life will depend on how much work you need to do now to put that in perspective last year or the year before i think it was 2015 maybe i did a mastermind a three-month mastermind on sabotage and we ended up extending it for another six weeks because the 12 weeks it was a mastermind so there was a group of people there but we had more work to do so um it's very it's very convoluted 
I really recommend if sabotage is um, unhinging your life, come in and join eSchool. It's the most economical way to be pointed and have accountability and you'll have vulnerability buddies. You have the ability to be able to dump what you need to because you're infuriated. Those days where you have your ahas about what you're doing or where it's come from and you just need to vent and get it out of your system, the group is perfectly set up for that and everybody is protected in the group. If you have anything of your own going on or somebody else has something going on, it's never going to touch your energy. It's never going to bring you further down. That's how I've set the group up energetically. So I'll put the link in uh, for you to come and join. And uh, there's a special, if you're on my mail list, there is an opportunity to buy three months at a time because you will not see any change inside three months. You need to be able to dedicate yourself to it. And if you come in and set the intention, I want to work on my sabotage behavior, you'll get the opportunity to follow the process, use the facility, start talking about it, and things will start to shift. It's very clever <laughs> and very uh, easy. It's, it's kind of like, that's what I love about my work. It's like you have the awareness, you bring it to the surface, and then you go, okay, Amanda, you clear it out. And as long as your allowance is there, that's what I do every Monday. So now that I've said that, I have to go and get ready because we're having our first session in half an hour for the week. And uh, I look forward to um, having any of you here watching on board. Don't forget, Laurie, too, it's in Australian dollars. So it's um, it can be done sometimes. <laughs> I will set the intention that your funds land very quickly. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. I will see you soon. Bye for now.